0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to The Bliss Bakery, where you'll get your wholesome slice of life.
1: I'm Rachel. And I'm Jane.
0: Today I'm joined by my friend Jane to talk about introverts at work. But firstly, do you want to do a quick intro of yourself?
1: well uh yeah so my name is jane i actually work with rachel at the same company um and i am on the maya briggs uh, personality test i am an infp so yeah that's just a little bit about me i'm not like a self-proclaimed <laughs> introvert it is tested ah
0: yes i see one of my questions later on is what is your mvti but because we I feel like we talk about MBTI so much where it's just such a natural thing to share in an intro which is cool. Yeah. The other thing which I find is interesting is we talked about this just then at brunch where like you introduced yourself with your role title and where you worked. Yeah. And we were just talking about how like work forms such a big part of your identity when We've only really been at our jobs for like the last two years, so it's funny how that happens.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting because like I feel like, and this is something that we spoke about just now as well, where just the thing that you do in life it makes up such a big part of your your identity. Mm. It's so weird how we cling onto that, and like it just it automatically becomes like, oh, you know, I'm Jane and I'm a product manager, and that's mm. that's your identity. It's um such a societal thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway. Yeah, just a quick one on how we met actually for context. Jane and I started on the exact same day and we were in the same like orientation session, which is very what do you what's the word when
1: it's like coincidental but it's like a good coincidence? Oh oh my goodness, what is it? It's like at the tip of my tongue serendipitous. (laughs) Yes, serendipitous. Serendipitous. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, it was very
0: serendipitous. And it was funny because I didn't know anyone at the time uh, in that session. And I was like very nervous. And obviously, you know, like I'm introverted and I have social anxiety. So I was looking around trying to find who had the friendliest face or like someone I could connect with. And so I introduced myself to
1: Jane. (laughs) Yeah, I actually remember that day. I was coming in. Um, as part of a, a group actually mm. so I, I knew a few people and so I wasn't feeling um, that bad on Yay. that first day but I remember you kind of like saying hi and I was like oh this girl is so friendly <laughs> and and I remember thinking like oh my goodness she's actually so friendly it could be you know um, like she she might be my first friend outside of like the group that I already know mm. um, but I think like we got we got separated because like we were doing like this tour of the the office or something Mm. and i was like oh i i wish i hope i i see her again sometime (laughs) and now here we are two years on the first
0: question i always ask people when they join is just tell me something that happened to you last week anything that happened that was like somewhat interesting
1: (laughs) Somewhat interesting. Oh, I lead a quite boring life. So that will be <laughs> quite a difficult one. Last week, let me think. So Kai and I, Kai is my husband. We had our mom-in-law who stayed with us, um, which was really nice. She went back on Monday this week, um, but we had her for about four weeks, which was really nice. But also, if you know Kai um, and you've seen him with his mom, it is actually... It's pretty interesting because both of them are very similar in how they they think of things. And so you're always kind of caught in like just very interesting conversations. Mm. And sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, wow, this is this is a lot because both of them are just so similar and very extroverted as well, yeah. which is not what I am.
0: <laughs> I can imagine you'd be so drained after four weeks. And yes. like, it's so nice to have parents and relatives like spend time with you. But when you have two extroverts in
1: a room and you're the introvert, you, you almost feel like you have to keep up with them. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've said this to Kai, right? Like, I love having my mom-in-law around just because she's a very nice person. But at the same time, you're absolutely right. Like, at the end of the trip, I was kind of like, oh, my goodness, I actually, like, can't wait to have our place back. Because <laughs> then I can just kind of sit by myself and be alone for a while and not have to think about conversations all the time. Time, yeah, yeah. Just take like a deep breath. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did take um, a couple of days to myself after she left.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so today I got you here to talk about introverts at work because we're both. I would say we're both pretty introverted, and we work in a role that is supposed to be quite extroverted. Like, there's a lot of extroverted activities in there when it comes to product management, like meeting customers influencing your team but like
1: what do you think um defines an introvert and an extrovert. <laughs> so before I started reading into this, right, because I've always kind of like known myself to be on the quieter side, I would have said that I'm a shy person. But then when I started reading into what an extrovert is, and what an introvert is, it's very interesting, because it's all about like, um, where you get your energy from, right. And I started thinking about that, because I realized that it's not that I don't like spending time with people. It's just that after spending time with people, I just need that time for myself to like recuperate and like just find that balance again, um, which, is, which is kind of interesting, um, just that shift of mindset. I've always said like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm such a shy person. I have social anxiety. But at the same time, I always think back to, you know, when I'm with my group of friends, for example, I love hanging out with my group of friends. But then it's after that where I find like, oh, OK, I just need a moment for myself to just kind of like breathe out a little bit and have some time for me (laughs) Mm. yeah and that's like such a
0: common misconception about the difference of introverts versus like shy people and Mm -hmm. then like extroverts just naturally being like the social people because it's not always a one-to-one mapping and jane and i actually wrote a blog post that we released as part of our company blog last year about introverts in product management and how to be successful there we I think we really looked into what is the definition of an introvert and because yeah like you I always used to think that introverts were just shy and quiet people and they didn't like to present but the actual definition is like not that at all some of those characteristics probably come alongside you'll find a lot of introverts who are quieter or like have social anxiety but I guess I asked this question because it's hard to define what is actually an introvert versus what are all just like the peripheral characteristics that are commonly associated with them
1: yeah and I think that's like the million dollar question right like where you kind of think of an extrovert And you immediately think about someone who's like charismatic, who can kind of like talk about what they're thinking very easily, who naturally um, probably are seen as more friendly or just more outspoken or assertive. But then I think increasingly when I think about these traits that we think is very tied to extroversion, an introvert can be all those things as well, but in a different way, right? So you can be charismatic, you can speak well. Um, and naturally, as an introvert, you know, you kind of like think, uh, think a lot more before we speak. And and it's just, yeah, it's just a, a different way of communication, um, a different way of seeing things, a different way of thinking about things. Um, and I think like, it's, it's just very interesting because obviously with a lot of the world, I feel maybe I'm just like generalizing a lot here, but it's kind of like, you always see like extroversion being celebrated, right? Like you see people who are like, oh my goodness, he's so charismatic or she's so charismatic. Um, that's applauded. Uh, if you're quiet, you know, you're seen as kind of like, you're not, you don't know how to go after the things you want and you're just yeah not opinionated and stuff like that which is quite frustrating that's why the world
0: is built for extroverts and especially the working world you just you really hear about the success stories of people who speak out Mm -hmm. or are the people who are influential in the workplace and that can be really hard for everyone else who doesn't feel like they fit into that archetype Mm -hmm. Because then you start to think, well, how can I do that without feeling like I'm just faking it and feeling like I have to bring a different person to work every single day?
1: Mm, yeah, I think um, it's, it's a fine balance between really understanding yourself and your personality and bringing that authentic self to work. But at the same time, figuring out ways that you can get around some of these Potentially, I mean, when you're an introvert, there are certain things where you tend to do less of, right? Like, for example, I've always been told I need to be more assertive, um, a, a little bit more outspoken with like my opinions and things like that. Um, and sometimes being an introvert, those things are scary because you're kind of like, oh, you know, what if my thoughts are not good enough? Or I don't know about you, but I feel like I need to almost perfect what I'm thinking or like, you know, my train of thought before i say it out loud and that really holds you back sometimes and i think like it's about figuring out ways where you can get around that and still kind of speak your mind maybe in a different way yeah
0: i always refer back to it's the one tiktok that hit me real deep which was the whole like there are two types of ways that people communicate in a workplace they ever have concepts that they that are already formed as sentences in their brain, so they when they speak it, they can just kind of flow. Or there are people who have just abstract concepts that need to be strewn together into a sentence before they can actually say it, otherwise it just comes out as like a jumble of words. Yeah. And that's just the difference of two different types of people and how our brains work in this world. But one can be seen externally as oh this person's really smart and they're on Mm -hmm. it whereas if you're just trying to form the sentence people might see you as oh she's not yeah she's she's not really she doesn't have it she's (laughs) not turned
1: on yeah yeah Yeah. but that's just like not the case yeah it's it's biological (laughs) yeah i mean it's interesting when you you said it's it's biological right because that kind of like has an inference um that it is inbuilt in some way that concept is really interesting to me because like I feel like Um, I've met people who are extroverts and then they become more introverted as they kind of like mature and grow up and get older. Or the other way around, right, where they have kind of pushed themselves out of their introversion and become a little bit more extroverted or have like more extroverted traits. Mm. Like
0: everything in this world, it, it all depends on a combination of both nature and nurture. So I still haven't progressed that much on reading quiet. <laughs> I read maybe the first few chapters, but even then I've gotten a lot out of it already. And I was reading the chapter about, can you determine from children, I don't know if you remember this, whether they're going to grow up extroverted or introverted. I think like what came out of that was you are inherently born with a certain kind of temperament. Mm-hmm. Temperament is biological. Yep. yep. Um, whereas personality, I think, grows over time Mm. so there's like a difference between those two things Mm. and then i think the second interesting thing i remember was she was talking about how they did the research and they found that the babies who were more like reactive to their surroundings or like whatever stimulus was shown to them actually turned out to be more introverted Mm. versus the kids who like didn't react as much and kind of just went on with things like actually become more extroverted yeah you find a
1: lot of introverts are very very sensitive to their feelings yeah like so if i'm thinking about this right like i have two sisters and a brother um my older sister and my younger sister they are definitely more on the extroverted side of things it's interesting just because like all three of us grew up in a very similar environment. We come from the same family. And so the environment that we grew up in um, would have been quite similar, right? But then it's just kind of now I'm looking back at things and and my sisters are just both so incredibly different from me. So, yeah, I don't know. I must ask my mom about how we are as babies. (laughs) On that topic of people changing over
0: time, I fully, like, see that happening where even the two people that came on the podcast before, they mentioned the MBTI. I am, like, an ISFJ or something. But then they'll always say, but it changes every time, like, I do the test. Mm. And I think part of that is it's probably, like, you just answer the questions differently depending on your mood. But also if you do it in different stages of your life, I've also seen how my different traits – will change just because of the people that I'm surrounding myself with and what's influencing me at that part in my life. Even though I've been very introverted my whole life, I feel like when you're in work, I kind of have this feeling of I'm becoming more extroverted for some reason. And maybe it's just because I faked it for so long now that it feels like
1: it's becoming a part of me. But I don't know, it's, it's weird. I think we definitely go through phases, right? Like even as an introvert and I can tell you like when I've taken um, the MBTI tests and stuff like that, it's never changed. I have a confession, by the way. I've always tried to change <laughs> it. Um, I always try to see if there's a way I can answer some of these questions in a slightly different way and see if that changes things. But I'm always, always an introvert. But yeah, going back to your point, I always think about this, right? Where I definitely feel like I have those times or I have those periods where I am keen to go out, keen to be around people as well. but it's it's not that introverts don't like being around people. It's more of after after you are with people, do you find yourself kind of like just needing a bit of quiet? I think that's that's what it yeah. is, right. Uh, this is taking a little bit of a, a, a turn just because I am just remembering conversations that I've had with friends who have kids. And kids who have been um, born over the pandemic over the last two years and how they've kind of like struggled to come out of their shell. So they're a lot more clingy to their parents, oh. um, very difficult to have social interactions and coming outside becomes quite overwhelming for them. I don't know. It's just interesting how it's, it's yeah. affected people differently. Maybe it changes people momentarily.
0: I think what actually happened is it just made it more obvious. Introversion and extroversion became more apparent, especially in the workplace. And like people became more comfortable to be like, hey, I am introverted and I like working from home and I'm going to stay home all the time. And if the office opens again and we get a choice, I'm not coming back in because there's a lot of people on my team who I kind of discovered were introverts. Just by the fact that we as a company are very lucky because we get to choose whether we want to go back into office or not. It's just completely hybrid forever. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people on my team who just chose never to want to come back in again. <laughs> yeah, you you can really start to see the difference between people and they all still work fully well together. Yeah. And they're very effective and successful. Yeah. But you see those people who are like, they were stuck at home
1: and they're just like, I can't wait to get back into office. Yeah. Too. The last two years have, like you said, it has just made things very obvious. Yeah. And the whole coming back to the office thing as well. Totally. Like I've seen just like people who are just dying to get back into the office and they can't work at home at all. Although some of those
0: people are probably just impacted by the fact that their kids are home all the time. They can't focus. Yeah. I feel for the parents. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit about in what ways do you feel like introversion actually impacts you at work? How have you felt that, hey, because I'm introverted, this situation is kind of different for me?
1: So when I first started in this role as a new junior product manager, when you come into a company like Atlassian, right, everybody is so smart and outspoken. And when I first came in, I remember sitting in... Um, sitting in one of the offices with just like, I think there were like five other senior people and they were kind of having a a debate. But I just remember being almost paralyzed in my seat. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm surrounded by all of these people who are very outspoken, very opinionated. I just remember feeling like, oh my goodness, like where is where is my spot in this conversation almost like I can't I feel so yeah like I I was just paralyzed I couldn't say what I was thinking um, so I just remember that was like one of my first days um, as a product manager so that's kind of like one of one of the the biggest memories I have of how being introverted and getting caught in my thoughts and just trying to like string together my opinion and my thoughts and what I was thinking at the time and trying to find a space for me to say it. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like the classic,
0: you're in a meeting and everyone is kind of talking on top of each other and you have a thought and you're like trying to find that slight pause where you can interject yourself, but you never find that pause and then the conversation moves to a different topic or someone else says that. And I've had so many cases where like someone else says it and people are like, that was a great point. And I'm always like... (laughs) I thought of it too. Yeah. <laughs> but I also have another like example in a social situation similar to yours actually though, where I felt kind of paralyzed, which was in my old team, we had a product-wide event. It was like a Kris Kringle. And then after that, there was just cheese and wine and everyone was mingling, but I didn't really know anyone. And people were like talking in their own groups and things. So I had spent, you know, a lot of the time there, I'd organized the event actually. And then I kind of like chatted to some people. And then I started feeling a little bit like, oh, I'm kind of done with this. (laughs) I've had enough of this interaction. So I went back to my desk, but then one of the members on my team actually came up to me afterwards. And maybe it's like a situation where they don't really understand, but they gave me the advice of, hey, sometimes it's a better use of your time to be building bonds and relationships with your team rather than sitting here doing work that doesn't really matter. And I almost cried. I felt just so drained. And then I was getting roasted for being anxious about not having anyone to talk to. I wanted to talk to people. It was just getting to a point where I was uncomfortable. So I left to make myself feel a little bit more comfortable. But then I got called out on
1: it. Yeah, that's tough. I can imagine... that just being such a confrontational situation for you as well, right? Yeah. Where it's like, that's not that's not how I was thinking about it at all. I wasn't like just trying to be rude and remove myself from the group. Yeah. yeah. And I think the more that, I guess we
0: talk about these topics and they become universally understood in workplaces. It, it becomes easier for people to feel like themselves and for others to understand that I'm not doing, yeah, I'm not doing this to be rude. I'm doing this because I want to stay true to myself and I want to be in a place where I feel comfortable working as opposed to feeling like I have to keep forcing this fake persona because I'm tired. Yeah.
1: Do you think it's, it's changed a
0: lot? I don't know if we get as many of those situations anymore, like opportunities for them because people are just kind of everywhere like we'll never have an office again that there's just everyone at so i think to an extent people have to either adapt they they start to realize that these things aren't that important
1: i guess Mm. it's yeah yeah i don't know (laughs) Do you think it's changed? I think there's definitely a push for change. We're at that stage where we are gaining traction on awareness, right? Like we're aware that there are different people who work differently, who may be extroverts, maybe introverts, maybe in between. And we we have that first step. I think the next step is really for an understanding of how people work together or alone or whatever, and and that becomes normal. I feel like because we're in this hybrid environment, we're not forcing everybody to be in the same office space because that just means a generalized concept that everybody works well in an office environment,
0: right? That reminds me of the disheartening thing that I had read in Quiet, which was when Susan Kane was talking about how when she went to visit Harvard, she noticed that everyone there, the way that they work is everything is done in group assignments. They really push your participation or like how you work as a group. And because These students are the people who graduate and go on to become future leaders. They are taught it and when they become leaders of companies, they will influence what they've been taught down to the rest of the organization. And that's what kind of continues that cycle of people feeling extroversion is a requirement to have Mm. in the workplace to succeed.
1: Mm. Interesting thought. Deep,
0: deep. (laughs) Do you also feel like, I guess, like your personality type then affects how successful you are in your career? I hope
1: not. (laughs) I Look, my answer is that it shouldn't, right? But at the same time... I just feel like we're not quite there yet. I'm hopeful that it doesn't impact my opportunities to progress in in life in career and whatnot um i hope it doesn't
0: but i guess you have to wonder as well with those kinds of leaders who say they are self-proclaimed introverts have they gotten to the level that they are because they've had to put extra energy into mm, molding themselves to a more extroverted environment or would they have been as successful if like you know they stayed quiet and they kind of like
1: were more reflective i don't know but i think yeah you're right right like I, i don't know if they've They've had to put in the extra effort because I think one thing that I've really struggled with, and I'm not sure if this is introversion or if this is just a different personality trait where I just don't like being in the limelight. And so when it comes to promotions and things like that, where you have to sell the things that you've done or like, you know, constantly make known all of the achievements that you've had, it's very uncomfortable for me. And The thing that I'm not sure of is whether or not it is because of my introversion trait or is it because
0: of something else? That's a really good point. I think that was one of the things we struggled with when we were writing the blog about introversion, navigating what is actually introversion and what are the things that we think are introversion but actually aren't and are something else entirely, like imposter syndrome or like Mm -hmm. social anxiety or just being shy. I always get those concepts mixed up because I'm like i'm an introvert and those
1: are the characteristics that i have yeah Yeah. this brings me back to a conversation that i have recently i'm not gonna name names but you (laughs) probably know who (laughs) these these people are (laughs) but i was talking um to someone and i said i had a conversation with a female colleague of mine around how like we're very empathetic and so we have kind of trouble sometimes making decisions because we see both sides of the coin. And I got asked a question back, like, why did you say it was a female colleague? And that took me by surprise because after that, I was kind of like, why did I say a female colleague? And, and we were kind of talking about like a little bit about introversion as well. And I think maybe in my conversation, I made it sound like I was kind of saying that introverts have empathy and extroverts maybe have less empathy. Uh, Maybe it came across like that. But I think like what that person then said to me was I think it's not that these two traits have less or more empathy as how they deal with that empathy where if you are a certain kind of person and I'm I think that he's talking about like the extrovert side You have empathy, but you're able to kind of take that and look at it from a step back where you're like, all right, I feel empathy for this person, but I know what needs to be done as well. Whereas an introvert, because we're very sensitive to how people feel and people think and how it makes them kind of like react, we are so much more linked to what that situation could feel like to someone. And so we have trouble taking a step back that causes us to kind of like probably have difficulty making those decisions because you're like, oh, this person is right and I want to do what's right and this person is also right. I don't know if I'm making yeah. sense, but yeah. No, that's that's
0: super interesting. And like when they mentioned the whole, you know, like why did you say it was a female colleague? Did that make you think, is this personality type skewed based on gender as well?
1: I mean, I've always had that misconception. Um, I've always had that in my head, right? Where introversion, and I know that that's not true. Again, it's like just generalization, generalization, (laughs) right? But I feel like women are just so much more geared towards introversion. And I was talking to my mentor about this as well. And we were talking about like how it's just been so inbuilt into our DNA when you're looking at women, you know, from a hundred years before, we're always taught to, uh, you know, listen to your husbands, um, be the the respectful wife and just be the quiet girl and play on your own and stuff like that. Whereas boys, if they're boisterous, they say boys will be boys, right? And and yeah, it was just interesting because I, I definitely have felt like introversion is something that women have more than men after that i was kind of like oh you know i also had that question around because like i was talking to a male colleague and i was like do they not feel like it's a women thing or is it just women who feel like it is a women thing <laughs> and it's like is the women thing
0: because we're introverts? or is it because of society (laughs) yeah exactly right oh all these Um, questions (laughs) i have a very short game for you which is guessing the personality type or just like the introversion or extroversion of the celebrity you know Um, i'm going to overthink this right (laughs) (laughs) don't overthink it first answer is what counts so i only have five of them The first one is Ariana Grande. Do you think she's an extrovert or an introvert? Extrovert. Yep. (laughs) So you didn't overthink it.
1: What about Anne Hathaway? Oh, I want to say she's an introvert, but yeah, I'm going to go with introvert.
0: Oh, interesting. So, I couldn't find the answer, to be honest. (laughs) Anne Hathaway is strange because the main answer was like, she's an introvert. Mm -hmm. But then, like, five articles below that, it was like, she's an extrovert. So, I'm assuming she's like some kind of
1: ambivert. Okay, yeah. Elon Musk? Oh, I know from reading that he is an introvert. Would you expect it? I can't say I'm surprised by it. But at the same time, you just immediately kind of look at all of these like influencers or people in the limelight and automatically think that they're extroverts right yeah if you look at like interviews and stuff like that i feel like you can kind of tell their character a lot more yeah what
0: about jeff bezos (laughs) extrovert (laughs) he's an introvert oh what yeah oh okay i wouldn't have guessed that and then lastly cheryl sandberg introvert she's an extrovert (gasps) really yeah What? And do you know what's interesting? So of these five, okay, I don't know if it's just like sample bias, not statistically significant, as we say in product management, but all the females are some part, at least, extroverted, and the two males that I randomly picked out were both introverted, Mm. which I kind of think is like really interesting because I'm like, does that mean that men have more opportunity to be introverted but still succeed whereas do women have to you know either like be more extroverted to get to that same level Mm -hmm. again it doesn't really mean anything because it was literally five people but It was just an interesting pattern because I had chosen these people really randomly. I was just like, who's the first person that pops into my head and are they introverted or extroverted? And it kind of just correlated into that way.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. I'm really curious to sort of see if there are men out there who are introverts who can give us kind of a rundown of what they think as well. And I know that introversion in men also exists because i know a few introverts at work who are men (laughs) yeah and yeah it would just be interesting to get their opinion and their take on some of these things as well whether or not they feel like they've had opportunities or they're forced to be more outspoken or more extroverted or seen as more extroverted at least yeah if anyone has any thoughts we would love to hear them so DM me
0: on Instagram at HeyLini, H-E-Y-L-I-N-I. I I think that we've covered a lot of topics around introversion versus extroversion, and it was so interesting. And thank you so much for joining me and having these interesting conversations.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Thank you, everyone else, for listening. Join us every Wednesday for the sugar, the spice, and everything that's nice in life with The Bliss Bakery. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.